Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylive.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. I want to speak to you tonight on this thought. Uh, if you don't know me, my name's Brandon. Uh, I was like, I'm a guest here. It seems like in the last 12 months, uh, I've made like two months worth. Of course, COVID had a lot to do with that, but uh, I'm not a guest. I love this place with all my heart, and uh, it's in my blood. Not as much as Jesus is, but uh, I love this church right behind uh, Jesus, my family, and this church. Amen. Amen. Uh, but uh, I want to talk to you on this, uh, this subject. If you want to take notes, this would be a good one uh, to take notes on. Uh, they all are good ones. How about Sunday, uh, last Sunday's message? Man, what a message. What a message. And uh, that was even a better one to take notes to. Uh, but we're in this series with In My Feels. Uh, Pastor had asked me last week, uh, about a week ago, to speak this Wednesday. And God laid something on my heart. And I just thought it was so cool how God works because it goes so, it doesn't like just go, it, it just, it's like a, uh, it's like the sprinkles on the ice cream. That, that's my kind of language. Uh, it's like the chocolate chips in the, in the uh, cookie dough ice cream. Those chocolate chips are there. They're just add to. This would be an add to, uh, to Sundays. Uh, not that it needed that, but just, I think God really just wants to speak to us on this topic. Uh, this of this but uh, d- how many of you remember uh, the the game show let's make a deal anybody I, I think it's still on but uh, I-, I love that show you know why because people dressed up Kim me and you love we, I, I, I would wear a costume every day if I could I know yeah Kim would uh, she, when we used to do uh, the, the uh, young marriage group I mean they always got so excited about uh, uh, costume parties and stuff I'm with y'all uh, but if you remember, let's make a deal. It's where these all these contestants get all dressed up in these outrageous costumes, and 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 the game show host. I think now it's uh, Wayne Brady. I don't even remember who it used to be. Uh, but the game show host would would make a deal for prizes. He'd go around. He'd find somebody in the most outlandish costume that they were wearing. He'd go up to them and he said, "Hey, how about a hundred dollars if you come play this game with me?" They they would come down there for a hundred dollars, and he would get them down there. They have to, they don't have to have any talent at all. I would be good at this game, okay? You don't have to have any talent at all to play this game. You, you just have to guess, yeah, which, which door you want to pick from, you know? So they would say, hey, here's $100. You can take it or you can leave it or you can make a deal. And, and I'll make a deal with you for your $100 back to me that he just gave him, by the way. For $100, uh, you, you can choose what's behind door number one, door number two, door number three. Now, sometimes it would be the zonks, like, womp, like, you lost it all, you know. But sometimes it'd be like, hey, guess what? You want a brand new car. Remember that? Y'all aren't as excited as I am about that, but it's okay. It's okay. Anybody want a brand new car? It's behind door number one or door number two. No, no, no new new cars tonight. But what I want to speak to you about tonight is, is God really wants to tell his church, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. And this scripture has been on my heart. In fact, I led with this service a few weeks ago in, in Sunday. And uh, since then, this, this uh, scripture has been on my heart. It's Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 3. 
And this is Isaiah saying these words, but it's a prophecy of Jesus Christ coming to the world. And Jesus eventually in Luke is going to reread this, half of it. And uh, he's going to say, hey, this is me. So that's just a, just a go-ahead part there just to know about. But Isaiah says this as a prophecy. He says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release of darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning. These are pretty good uh, deals here he wants to make with us. But then he says this, he says, in a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. In other words, he says, I want to give you a garment of praise for a spirit, some scriptures say, a spirit of heaviness here. So I, I want to tell you today, God, God's got a deal for every one of us in the church here today. And I believe he's got it for everyone not in the church today. But, but I really feel like he's speaking this to the church. He, he wants you to know he's got a deal for you. He wants to take your spirit of heaviness and he wants to replace it with a garment of praise. It's like he wants you to go in the changing room, go change, and come back out with a new clothes, okay? Uh, but, but this is a deal. So, so tonight, I, I have a spirit of heaviness. And uh, it's not Scott, but he's going to bring it out. Uh, he's going to bring out the spirit of heaviness. And uh, this is my spirit of heaviness. It's pretty heavy. Scott pretty much had to use two hands with this. But... Uh, this is uh, my visual tonight on spirit of heaviness. This is a weighted jacket, by the way. It's too small for me, but it's, uh, it's still heavy because who knows? Sometimes heaviness comes in small packages. But, but I, if, if I could say this, 2020, and, and maybe you're 2000 to 2020, I don't know. It, it may be you, but I'm just telling you, 2020 has, this is what we look like. 2020, we can easily look like this. We can look like a spirit of heaviness on us, right? We've had every reason, okay? I'm not saying that this year has been the worst year in the history of the world. I mean, it's not. Like, we read the Bible, see what they went through. But what I'm saying is 2020 can easily make us look like this right here. Like, we're walking around town. You don't see it, but it's the spirit of heaviness. Anybody with me in that? Any, anybody feel this is, maybe, this, is, this is you tonight? This is me? This has been me this year. It's been, it's been a year for me. And I'm telling you, I'm a pretty positive person, but this year's beat me up. I mean, it started in, actually started in 2019 and went all the way through about a month ago. Some reason a month ago, I just got freedom from all of it. And, it's, it's, and I'm not saying anything's changed in the world, but I had enough of it. And finally, you'll see what happened to me. Anyways, but this is us. This is a spirit of heaviness. And you, you ask me, say, well, what, what is a spirit of heaviness? What, what is a spirit of heaviness? Let me explain to you. It's a spirit of despair. It's a spirit of gloom. It's a spirit of doom. It's a season of darkness. And depression, going back to Sunday's message. And if we, if, we, if we really look at ourselves, sometime this year we've looked like this. We look like a spirit of heaviness has been put on us. So I want to ask you a question. What, what do we do as a church with this? What do we do with the spirit of heaviness? Because we can choose to wear it or we can choose to do something else. But I want to tell you, church, I want to tell you, Christian, God wants to make a deal with you. God wants to get you down in your outrageous costume, if I may say, 
and he wants to bring you down and he wants to make a deal with you. It's not $100. It's not a brand new car. It's something way better than a brand new car. I mean, he's the host and he spots us. We got this costume. We got this costume of heaviness and and, and, and it's time that we really look into God's Word and see what He wants us to do when we go through these seasons. Because you're going to have a, a, sometimes a, a season of lightness and a, sp- a season of pure joy and, and joy everlasting. But sometimes you're going to go through a season of heaviness. And in that season, we can easily go through that season. And in that season, we can pick up the spirit of that season and we can wear it as an outrageous costume. God wants to make a deal with us. He wants to make a deal with you. He wants to make a deal with me. He he wants to come in with our spirit of heaviness, and he wants to show us what's behind door number one. And it's in God's word. It's, It's something. It's something great. He wants us to do this. He wants to take our uh, us to take our spirit of heaviness, which it, it, it's real, and he wants to give us something called a garment of praise. Now the Bible doesn't say that we take our garment of praise and put it over our, our garment, I mean our, our garment of praise and put it on top of our spirit of heaviness. A lot of Christians like to do that. God wants to make a deal with you. He wants to take your spirit of heaviness and he wants to give you a spirit a garment of praise it's going to be okay don't hurt yourself but he wants you to give him the spirit of heaviness and he wants you to take on the garment of praise and put it on your life listen I was wearing that spirit of heaviness up here on this stage. The atmosphere hasn't changed, but my perspective has changed. He wants us to take on the garment of praise. He wants us to make an exchange. He wants to give us the garment of praise for our spirit of heaviness. So here we are in 2020. We can look like that or we can look like this. And this looks pretty good, I'm saying. My wife told me so. So, but this is a deal. This is a deal. The, the, the spirit of heaviness is a spirit of gloom, of doom and despair. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? From the top to the bottom, everywhere you go, it's, you see it. But I want to tell you what God wants the church to look like. He wants us to look like a bunch of people with a garment of praise on in the middle of the, of the, of the heavy season. And we can do that. This is what a garment of praise is. This, is. this is actually not something that you go get a choir robe and wear it around on your job. This is not saying you go get a green jacket from, uh, from Kohl's or S&M where I got this one from. And it's not going down there and getting a green jacket. That's not what it is. The spirit of praise is, is a metaphor for the gladness and the thanksgiving that God's people feel when they are filled with the joy of the Lord. It's something saying, hey, I can be in a a season of heaviness, but I can put on the garment of praise. I can put this on. Sometimes we keep the other one in the closet still and go back and forth on Sunday. Woo, yeah. And Monday, give me that jacket back. You know, like, but no, God wants to make a trade. He wants to make a deal with us. He wants to make a deal. It's also a posture. It's also the garment of praise is also a posture. That instead of looking down at the world and looking around at the world, it's a posture of looking up and seeing the face of God in everything we, where, everywhere we go. In fact, if you see this, this scripture, Jesus starts out his ministry, 
he, he's in, he's, he comes into the, the synagogue, and they're all in there, and here comes Jesus, and they're like, who is this guy, this young guy? Who, who is this? He's come in there, and he pulls out the scroll. He starts to read this same scripture, and he's wanting them to know this. He says, I am, and he, he reads the same scripture that I read earlier in Isaiah 61. He reads it again, and, and it's in Luke chapter 4. He starts reading it again, and he Unread, he opens it up and he says, I'm going to make the, uh, there's going to be an exchange for this and this and this and this and this and this. And then he, he rolls up the scroll and he says, guess what? I am the fulfillment of this scripture right here. And at that time, we, we see that, we get excited. At that time, they're all like, huh? Jesus wants you to know that he is the fulfillment of that scripture. He is the one that brings us the spirit of praise for the garment, the, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He is the one that can make the exchange. He is the one. He is the fulfillment of this scripture. But I, I want to ask you, how do we handle this? How, I mean, is it just easy? Is it just flipping a switch and changing a jacket and all this? It, 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 it's, 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 a, it's a perspective change. It's a spirit change. See, I, I want to tell you this. I don't really feel that the church or Christians should handle 2020 the same way that the world's handling 2020. And go ahead and just ask yourself, am I handling it the same way the world's handling it? I was. Not no more. Not since God laid this on my heart. But I was, but we are. But, but are, we, are we handling heaviness the same way that the world does it? See, see, they handle heaviness with, with negativity, with cynicism, with frustration. But the people of God, we, we've got to look at the years that God gives us with a different pair of glasses, in other words. We have a different perspective. We've got to look at it through a different perspective altogether than, the, than what they do it. We've got to look at it with our garment of praise on and looking at it through a perspective of praise. Through a perspective of praise. And it's a different perspective altogether. It's a perspective of praise. It's a posture of, of finding the good in things and finding the positive in things and, and praising God through the situation. I didn't say around the situation. I said through the situation. We've got to find the posture of praising God through the situation. And then through this situation, we've got to constantly remind our own self, hey, what's bigger here? What is bigger here today? What is bigger in 2020? Is it the coronavirus? Is it racism? Is it all the division that the world's going through? Is it the spirit of Leviathan? Is that bigger than my God and my Savior? Which one is the good thing here? Which one am I going to praise? Because really, if you think about it, that's our option. Which one? You're going to praise one or the other. And which one are you going to pick up? Which one are you going to wear? We're going to we're going to either praise one way, which goes the way of the world, or we're going to praise the way that God teaches us to by putting on our garment of praise. See, this is the deal. We must put on praise. I want to say it again. I put it on the screen. We must put on praise. It's not a natural thing that we're going to wake up on Monday morning and just say, hey, woohoo! You may think I do. I don't. Sometimes it's, I'm not a morning person. Ask my wife. She, I like, don't talk to me. I, I got, even at work, I'm like, I got to get to work. I got to drink a cup of coffee, but don't say nothing until then. But the deal is, we must choose to put it on on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. 
We must choose to put on praise. It should be our favorite garment. Not the spirit of heaviness. You, you've got a choice. You can choose it easily. It's easy to choose the, spirit, uh, the, the, the spirit of heaviness. But we've got to make a natural decision, uh, 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 a different decision to say, hey, I'm going to put on the garment of praise. I'm going to put on the garment of praise. What if every morning you said, hey, you woke up and you said, hey, you know what, today I'm going to put on praise. I'm going to put on praise. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put on praise. I'm going to, and it's not, it's not like, hey, I'm just like putting it on. I'm like, 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 like I become it. I, I become a praiser. I put it on. It becomes a lifestyle for me of a, of a lifestyle of wearing the garment of praise makes me a praiser. Let me explain a little bit in just a minute how to do this. But what if, what if we begin and when we begin every morning and just said, you know what, today, this is the day that the Lord hath made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. What if, what if we woke up in the morning and, and said, said, you know what, this is the day that the Lord had made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. You know what that is? That's putting on praise. It's a mindset. It's a, it's a change in our, in our mind of, yes, yes, we're going through some stuff, but you know what? I got my praise coat on. I got my, I got my garment of praise on. I'm a praiser today. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, and nothing's going to change my mind about it. No, no hell or high water or fire, whatever comes along. I am going to rejoice and be glad in it. On Monday, Thursday, showing up on your job. Even though you don't like your job, you're like, hey, you know what? You started being thankful that you have a job. What, what, what if you showed up at the dinner table and, man, your 13-year-old daughter may have made a cook that night and you got in there and you're like, mm, not my favorite thing, but you went, you know what? She got in here, she did all the hard work. I will rejoice in this burnt, burnt uh, chicken here and I will be glad in it. You know, what if, what if we sat down with our kids instead of finding the things that, we, that could be negative or gloomy and we started finding the things that, that, that were positive and uplifting and saying, hey, you're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. I love you. What if we begin to do these kinds of things this is being a praiser is not a church thing it's an everyday thing what if everywhere we went we put on praise we got to put it on the second thing i want to tell you today is is this is is praise is powerful praise is powerful It, it has the ability to transform everything around you it has the ability to, to, to change your day. and In fact, I'll say it this way, is, is what I feel is praise is the medication for every situation. When my day is going bad and it's going gloomy and I pick up the spirit, or the, the spirit of heaviness, you know, it's my job and my opportunity to get my, my garment of praise back on and, and just find something to be thankful for. To be something to be thankful for because it's, it, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. So, so, so you're asking this. You're asking this question. So, so, Brandon, I just need to stop in the middle of my day, and I just need to start singing uh, Great is the Lord and Great is His Faithfulness and, and start singing songs and hymns. And maybe, maybe can, Scott, can you come to work with me today? I mean, I mean maybe, is that what you're saying? Like, we need to come in and just sing praise songs? Songs are part of praise. 
Praise is, is more than just singing a song. It's, it's bigger and it's better. It doesn't just mean singing songs to God. That's just a part of it. But I want to tell you what praise is. This is what praise is. I'm going to put it on the screen. It's this. It's this. Praise is a focus and celebration of what is right. What is, it's a celebration of what is true. It's a celebration and a focus on what is honorable and what is pure and what is lovely and what is honorable. You know what? We can praise God. Everything about God is pure and lovely and honorable. But I want to tell you this. There are some things with your kids that are lovely and true and honorable and with your husband and with your wife and your job that there are things that are, are, are worthy of praise, are worthy of praise. It, it is a focus and a celebration of what is, is these things. Philippians 4 and 8 says, summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true. I'm telling you what, in 20 and 20, and in 2020, this needs to be the scripture that we, we write on our forehead or, or put on the, on the mirror or something that says, hey, I'm going to focus on what is true. I'm going to focus on what is noble. I'm going to start focusing on what is reputable and authentic and compelling and gracious. The best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. The things to praise, not things to curse. That's what it is. Praise is our focus and our celebration of these things. So can we celebrate what is right in the world? Anybody breathing right now? That's a good sign. Anybody making it through 2020? We're making it through. We're, we're, we're doing good. We're doing, we're, you're, in fact, go ahead, just pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. You know what? The church is growing. More people are finding salvation. More people are finding baptism. More fi- people are experiencing God and knowing God and discovering themselves and, and doing all the connecting the dots here at this church. That, 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 can we just celebrate what's right in the world? Can we celebrate that? This is, uh, a lot of people think praise is just, just to God, and it is. It's a big part of it. We can praise God, and, I, and I'll get to that. We're going to finish out. We're going we're gonna to come back up here and sing a few songs at the end of this, and we're pra- that's my favorite sport. Is, is, that's my favorite thing to do in, in, in my life is to just worship and praise unto God. But, but, but can, we can praise God, but, but really, what about praising our coworkers? Any bosses in here? Bosses? You lead a, a, a group somewhere in something that you do besides your children? What, what, what if you started praising your, your workers? Finding the good in them. What if you started, if you're the worker, how many just workers and you got a boss? Everybody's got a boss. What, what if you just started praising your boss? I'm not talking about brown nose in here. I'm talking about finding the good. I don't know if that's ever been said on the platform, but I just did. We're real here at Parkway. Writing this message, of, when's the last time I praised my wife? And wives, you praise your husbands. That's going to turn out good for you. What, what, what about kids praising your parents? My mom sits back there. My mom gay, has given her heart and soul to raising me and I, I could never praise her enough. She's, she's a, you know what? She's taught me to be faithful no matter what to the church. She's gone through, 2020 is nothing compared to some other stuff she's gone through. 
But she's been faithful. You taught me that. You raised me. You fed me. You work. You're still working. You're still helping. You, you're, lead, you're still leading me. To, I, I praise you, Mom. I praise you for that. What if, what if we praise our, our parents and we praise our kids and, and we just begin, we just took on the, the, the garment of praise. And, and yes, it's great to praise God and there is nothing greater than that. But what if we took it to a whole nother level and we said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to praise God's creation. I'm going to praise the earth that God made. I'm going to be thankful for the green grass that I do have to mow. Oh, Lord, I got to mow it. But but you know what? It's still growing. It's still green. And I thank God for that. I mean, what if we just begin and just put on a garment of praise in everywhere we get in in 2020? I promise you that the environment around you will change if you put on the garment of praise. If you put on the garment of praise. Praising, praising your pastor. This is free, buddy. He didn't tell me to just say this. And your pastor's wife. You know what tomorrow is? It hit me today. It's October 1st. Anybody know what October is? Pastor Appreciation Month. That's fooey at Parkway Life Church. It's Pastor Appreciation Year. I mean, we're going to celebrate this year, this month. But we should honor and and, 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 and praise and lift them up at all times. You know what? when When he speaks a good message like... Sunday and the Sunday before and the Sunday before and the Sunday before and the Sunday and the Wednesdays and, and all these messages that, 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 they, that they've done and she's leading and teaching and, and talking and, and coaching and, and all, my word they do everything you can think of what if, what if we just started in, instead of like oh my word what if we just started praising them I'm not talking about praising them at a level that we're praising God. I'm talking about what if we started lifting them up and thanking them and being honorable because he is teaching us what is true and she's teaching what is true and honorable and real and all these things. So what, what if we started doing, what, what, if, what if you stopped tonight and you thank the security team? What, what if you stopped tonight and you, you went back there and you said, you know what, Darren, you've been pushing those buttons and on, and, and on the sound stuff. And, and my word, there is a good-looking lady back there on the, the media tonight. That's my wife. And uh, what if you just went to our media team and all the people that we never see on the platform and just we just begin to say, you know what, thank you for what you're doing. I'm thankful that I can hear the music. I, I'm thankful that and we just started just praising our dream team. I'm telling you, when we put on a garment of praise, it's not just, I mean, it is a big part of it. It's praising God. But it takes it to a whole another level when we praise all the things that God created and the things that God uses to make a difference and all the things that we have around us. What if we just took it upon our life just to start praising everything? What, what if we replace heaviness with, with praise? Now see, understand this. When I'm saying praise, some people are like, like Brandon, you, you're, you're throwing me off of praise and all this other stuff. Let me, let me teach you the difference between worship and praise. Worship belongs to God. Worship belongs to God. He is worship. Your worship is going to go to what's number one in your life. Worship. A lot of people think this is worship. It's a form of it. But worship is it's a lifestyle of 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 of, of serving God and loving God. Worship belongs to what is first place in your life, to God. In fact, it says that He's a jealous God. When our worship goes to other things. And other things go to number one in our life, and he gets put on the shelf. The worship, he, he becomes jealous. That's what worship, wor- worship, is, worship is my lifestyle 
of honoring God in everything I do. And everything that I do is directed to him. Romans 12 and, 11, 12 and 1 says it so great. He says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life. And place it to God as an offering. And in that, it's, it's lifting of the hands and clapping and singing. It, 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 that's all in there. But worship is our lifestyle. Worship is saying, God, you're number one. I, and showing it on a daily basis. That's my worship. But praise, I, I, I don't want to, I mean, God gets jealous if we begin to worship these other things. But he does want us to praise other things. In fact, he says, I, I can praise God, but I can also praise all these other things. My wife, my kids, my job, I, I, I can praise these things. You know what? It's, it's my, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my response and my celebration of all the blessings that God's given me. So number one, I want us to look at three ways we can start praising. Number one, is I really want us to start praising others for what they're doing right. This is not in the right order, and we'll get there, but I want to praise others. Do you understand what Jesus did? He could have stayed in heaven, propped the feet on the earth. But he said, you know what? I am going to put others first. I'm going to put you first. He's going to put me first. He left heaven, come down to be crucified. No way I'd have chose that. But he did that for us. Why? Because he wanted to show us that others matter. It's, it wasn't even all about him. It was, it was his, everything he does is about you and me. So let's, let's praise others for what they are doing. Genesis 49 and 8 says, Judah, your brothers will praise you. Proverbs 31 and 28 says, her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. 2 Corinthians 8 and 18 says, we are sending along with him the brother who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. And I could go on and on and on and on about scriptures in the Bible that use the word praise towards other people. Because the Bible wants us to realize, yes, we need to worship God, we need to praise God, but we also need to praise God's creation. So we don't have a problem, listen, listen, listen. We don't have a problem letting people know when they do wrong. We don't. You ever been told you did something wrong? That's pretty much everybody. People don't have, we, we don't have an issue, a problem letting people know when they do wrong. But let's take on the garment of praise and start telling people and praising them for what they're doing right. When we put on the garment of praise, what, you know what, and, and, and I already told you this once, but, but husbands, go home and do this to your wife tonight. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help you. Do it to your kids when, when they get home from school tomorrow. It's going to help you. Let's begin to start praising others and, and praising all these things that we've already talked about. Praising others. Everybody, everybody has something praiseworthy in their life. You can find it when you're looking for it. In fact, in fact, I'm going to do a little, little, little real quick, uh, real, real quick thing here. I want everybody to take about five to ten seconds. It's, it's a game. I mean, I got a brand new car behind door number one. Whoever finds the most of this, but we're going to take about five to ten seconds. And, and I want you to, uh, I want you to, uh, who can find the most things in this room 
that are that are purple. Orange. We'll do orange. I, I, wait, wait, no, no, no. Some of you are already cheating. That new car, you're like, I need that car. There's not really a car, by the way. Uh, but, but, but this is you. I'm, I'm going to give you five to ten seconds to find as many things in this room that are orange, okay? You ready? You ready? Y- uh, y'all are counting already. I, I mean, y'all are so on fire for this. Like, okay, ready, go. Five to ten seconds. How many things can you find that are orange? No cheating, y'all. Che- we're so helpful in this church, we're trying to tell everybody. I love it. All right, two more seconds. Ready? All right, all right, all right. Then, then, stop, stop counting. Stop counting. All right, really, real quick, okay, uh, for the new car. Okay, what's behind door number one for the new car? How many of you, how many things did you find that are the color red? Yeah. I know. Anybody find anything red? Don't, you're counting already? No, nobody did. You know why? Because you weren't looking for it. Is there red things in this room? There's a red shirt. There's, there is a red keyboard right here. Hot red. There's things red. But nobody found anything red. You know why? Because you weren't looking for things that are red. You know what the world's looking for today? They're looking for the orange. They're looking for the gloom, the doom, the despair. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to, you watch the news. God bless our area news people for saying good things every once in a while and trying to keep, keep us propped up. Uh, Dana and, and, and Adam that's doing it here in, around Lumber, we got good people doing some news around here. But you watch the news. What are they focusing on? What went wrong? How many of you found anything good to say? Like, no, never mind, I'm not even going into politics. But we could have went long with the list from last night. But we, 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 you know, we, we in a in, in daily life, what I'm saying is, what are you looking for? When you're wearing a garment of praise, you're looking on things that are praiseworthy. They're there. Listen, your job will always be negative without honor. Your job will always be negative without, without honor. Your relationships will always be hindered without honor and without praise. And our culture has shifted to start looking for those things that are negative and full of gloom and full of heaviness. But not us as a church. we got to put on the garment of praise. we got to make a difference out there. we got to make our mark, dot four says at this church. So bring praise into your relationships. Bring praise to your job. Bring praise everywhere you go. Listen, the last statement on this part about others is this is so big, I wanted to put it on the screen. The more we can praise people for the things that they do right, the less we will have to discipline them for the things that they are doing wrong. And it just hit me. It just hit me what this church is about. That right there. We want to praise people. It doesn't matter how they come in. It doesn't matter what they've done wrong. And if you really look at it through Jesus' goggles and, and Jesus' eyes, he, he really doesn't care about where your past is. He just cares about where you're going. So what, what if we did the same thing that Jesus does and we quit, we quit trying to, things that, to discipline them for doing wrong, but we started finding the things that they're doing right? That's what this church does. Philippians 4 and 8, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think on these things. And don't just think on these things. Say it. 
we keep our mouths shut. And I'm not trying to say we do it. I'm just saying this is the culture of the world today. We keep our mouths shut on things that are praiseworthy. And a lot of that has to do with the selfishness that this world is in. Because if they look better than me, then nobody's looking at me. But what if we as a church started saying, hey, look at you. You're amazing. Just look at somebody right now, just beside you. Say, just look at you. You're amazing. You're awesome. You're amazing. Number two, I got to move on. I got to go. I'm not going to stay on this one too long, but when, when I say this, it's going to hit weird coming from a, the church, not this church. It's going to hit weird because it goes against our belief and everything, a, a little bit of what I just said about others. But I, I really feel that this is really important, that God put this on my heart too, is, is that number two is, is we need to start praising ourselves more. I know that hit a little different. You're like, what? The Bible's... Lucifer started praising himself. I, I got a slogan I live by. It says, I love God, I love people, I love life, I do everything with excellence. You know how I love life? I make mistakes all the time, ask my wife. But I get over them. I, I want to I I get over them. I, it's, I, I love God, I love people. But I, I, I do something else that, that is something to me that is learned. I didn't do this for a long time in my life. But I, I, I always love people. I love God. But one thing I, I had a hard time doing, I had a hard time loving myself. Think, thinking that I was good enough or, or, or strong enough or, you know, smart enough. or You know, I, I had that, that issue. It, it was something I had to, to learn to, to, to actually like look in the mirror and actually like the guy looking back at it. You, you, you want to know what I looked like in, in high school? Of course, I look like this, but, but I, I was like so bashful, so shy because I just, I was so scared people weren't going to like me and I didn't like myself, to be honest with you. But, but, but I, I really feel that in, 2000, in, this, in this world we live in, we need to look at ourselves every once in a while and say, good job, Brandon. Good job, Kim. Good job, Pastor. We need to look at, at our own life every once in a while and say, you know what? I, I am doing some good. I am doing some good. And, and start thinking, you know what? I, I am good enough, and I am strong enough, and I am smart enough. Now, now listen, it, that comes with a lot of balance in this. Because this world, this is what the world does. Oh, look at me. You go look on Facebook and see how many selfies and all that kind of stuff are out there. Not to say, I mean, if you put a selfie today, I'm not talk, preaching and saying you were that person. But, but what, I'm, what I'm saying is you go look out there, people are like so bragging on themselves. That's all they do on Facebook. What I'm saying is there's a balance to that. Because Lucifer kept saying, I can do this. I'm bigger than God and I'm better than God and all this. And, all, and then all of a sudden he gets out of, out of heaven. There's a fine balance of being... Being, being thinking I'm doing a good job every once in a while and being prideful because pride comes before a what? Before a fall. So there's a lot of balance to this number two. But I do feel that we don't do it enough. We need to start praising ourselves for what we're doing right. I'm constantly looking at myself, what can I do better? What can I do better as a husband? What can I do better as a, as a, a, a son? What can I do better as a, a dad? What can I be, do better as a fireman? And I'm constantly trying to do better. What can I do better as a, as a minister? 
and I'm trying to be better, and, and a lot of times I'll beat myself up and start comparing myself to other people. But sometimes I need to say, you know what, God, you made me, you got me here, and I'm doing a pretty good job. So I do feel that, that there's a portion of this that we need to start praising ourselves for what we are doing right. You're doing a good job. You're doing awesome. You're, you're here on Wednesday night. You're doing a great job. You're working hard. You're, you're, you're providing for your kids. You're providing for your wife. You're making it home alone with no help as a, as a parent, some of you. And, and you're doing a fine job. You need to start telling yourself, I'm doing a good job. And I really feel that we need to start being a little bit more of, I'm doing good this year. I'm making it through. Start telling myself, you know what, I'm doing a good job. Don't post it on Facebook. It looks prideful. But, but I'm telling you this because I have to tell myself this all the time. I tell myself, Brandon, you're not doing good enough. I beat myself up all the time. For, but, but, but every once in a while, and I, I feel that God wants you to know this, it's okay to tell yourself you're doing a good job, buddy. We made bad decisions, but, but we make good ones as well. Quit, listen, quit worrying, quit, quit focusing on self-pity that focuses on your problems. And start focusing on a little bit of self-praise that focuses on your progress. You're making progress. You're doing good. I love what David said. David, said, David had to say this in the worst parts of his life. He's hiding in a cave by himself while the enemies are attacking. And they're choosing whether they're going to stone him or not. In 1 Samuel 30 and 6, it says this. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Encouraging yourself in the Lord. If you're on the dream team, you're serving. If you're coming to this church, you're making it here, and you've gone through freedom, and all the things you're doing, you're, you're doing awesome. Sometimes we just got to go, you know what, in 2020, I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. So we need to start praising others. We need to start telling ourselves we're doing a good job. But the most important thing, the most important thing, and I say this for last, but this is the priority here. When you get the priorities out of whack, you need to reprogram those priorities, okay? Remember my slogan was love God, love people, love life. It's in order for that for a purpose. Number three is this, is that we need to begin praising God for who he is and all he has done and all he is yet to do. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And 2020 can't change my mind. No explosion that can just mess up my whole schedule from last November can change my mind. He's still the same yesterday. He's still the same today. He's still the same tomorrow. No matter what comes in my life here, he's still the same yesterday. He's still the same today. And he's still the same tomorrow. He will always be. You know what he says? You know what we like to say this church? Say God is good. When? God is good. When? Yesterday God was good. Today God was or is, and tomorrow God will be 
all the time. We got to get it. We got our spirit of praise. We need to begin praising. Would you stand with me? We need to begin praising God for who He is, all He's done, and all the things that He is yet to do. This is when our praise turns back into worship. This is when He, God is proud of us for going and, hey, hey, you're doing a great job. You're doing a good job. I praise you for coming to church. I praise you on your job. You're doing a good job. God's loving that when we start to doing that as a church. Every once in a while, we look in the mirror and go, you know what, God, I thank you for creating my life. I thank you for using my life. I thank you for what you're doing in my life. I thank you that I'm making my mark for you, God. Sometimes God's proud when we do that. But the thing that God loves the most is when the creator, the creation, turns around with the voice that he created, with the mind that he created, and they turn it right back and they start to praise him. David said Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord just at the beginning of the year. I will only bless the Lord at the first 21 days during prayer and fasting and in again in, in August. They, David say that. David didn't say that. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise, his praise shall continually, continually be in my mouth. It shall be continually. You know what the praise of people is when I'm telling you you did a good job? That's the praises of the Lord coming out of my voice. You know what it is when I look in the mirror and I say, you're doing a good job, Brandon. It's the praises of the Lord of his creation. But whenever I take that voice and I lift it up and I say, God, you are great. I will praise you at all times. I will praise you through the good days and I will praise you through the bad. I will praise you through the easy days and I will praise you through the hard. God, if I can't make it to church for nine months, I will yet praise you with everything I got. Every moment, every second, God, your praises shall continually be coming out of this mouth you know why I got a garment of praise on I'm wearing a garment of praise I'm wearing a garment of praise I'm wearing a garment of praise and his praise shall continually be coming out of my mouth through the good and the bad David said this he said that his hey, he will bless the, the, the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth this is in Psalms 34 I love where it's fixing to go, but before we get there, don't put it up yet. I love this word, magnify. Whatever you begin to praise will be magnified. I want my kids magnified from me. I want my mom magnified from me. I want my wife to feel magnified to me i want my job to be magnified through my praise that's what praise does david says he says it here whatever you magnify you remember the magnifying glasses you look at and it makes it big like you could also burn ants or crickets but if i took a magnifying glass Held it in front of Kevin, I, all I'd see was his nose. It would be a pretty nose, by the way. Why? I can see his whole body from here, but if I put the magnifying, it, it would magnify one specific part. It takes what is small and makes it so big. I don't want your kids to feel small. I don't want your job to feel small. Now, your wife, she's small. 
inside. But I don't want her to feel like she's nothing. When you're praising those things, you're magnifying it. You're making it bigger. But David says, Psalms 34, 3-4 says, Oh, mm, I just feel this jacket all of a sudden. Y'all need to go get your green jacket. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. But he said, oh, magnify the Lord. It's when, I, it's when my praise begins focused on him and I start praising him. He really can't get bigger. If you really start thinking about it, he's as far as eternity goes that way and that away and that away and that. It's, it's mind-blowing. Like you can't get bigger than that. But when I begin to magnify the Lord in 2020, oh, I magnify you, Lord. You get bigger in my mind. You get bigger in my heart. You get bigger in my soul. And he gets bigger and bigger in me as we begin to magnify the Lord. Psalms 119, 164. David said this. <laughs> he said, when the, when the politicians were lying and the world seemed so messed up, you research it. Psalms 119 says, when the politicians are lying and the world seemed so messed up, seven times a day will I praise you. Was David perfect? Mm -mm, he broke every commandment that there was. But then he writes in Psalms 150. Mm, I love this. He says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise him in his unequaled greatness. Praise him with the blast of the ram's horn. Praise him with the lyre and harp. Praise Him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise Him with the strings and the flutes. Praise Him with the clash of cymbals. Praise Him with the loud clanging cymbals. And then He says this, let everything that has breath, just in case you didn't bring your lyre and harp tonight, just in case one message says a banjo. I didn't bring a banjo, but I got breath. It says let everything that has breath praise the Lord. I don't know about you, but I want to praise the Lord tonight. I want to worship the Lord. Lord tonight I want to give him glory I want to give him praise because I don't want to get caught praising others and I don't want to get caught praising myself more than I ever get work caught praising my Jesus Christ because he has been so good to me why don't we just sing this song tonight and why don't we just praise God with everything we got Lord we love you put on your your garment of praise tonight right now let's sing amen 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 doesn't that feel good doesn't that feel good, praising God? Amen. Amen. As I was singing right here, I was like, that's amazing. I felt God commissioning. The word commission hit me back here. And I, I want to commission you in the word of the Lord. I want to commission you to go out and be a praiser commission you I commission you right now
by the Spirit of the Lord that is upon me right now, I commission you. Commission. It's your calling now to go out and be a praiser. Just go be a praiser on your job tomorrow. Yeah, I know we just praise God. Praise God on the way to work. Praise God at the job. That's, that's a, be a praiser all the time. Everywhere you go. Tell the garbage guy on Thursday, Friday, he's doing awesome. Tell the lady checking you out, you know, at the grocery store. Not, or the lady checking you out for all the single men. Go, go, go praise her. That'll be good for you, single men. But go be a praiser everywhere you go commission you right now that's what that's what i feel god wanting to do go be commissioned and be used of god to be a praiser praising god first and most importantly praising others the way he did he gave his life for us we were commissioned to go out in our jobs and our communities and be a praiser to people to every race be a praiser to every job, be a praiser. To every person, be a praiser. And then, every day, at the end of the day, just go look in the mirror and say, hey, Brandon, you made it again. Look in the mirror and say, hey, I made it again. We did this. We did this with God's help. Be a praiser. God, I love you. I'm just so thankful that I go to this church with all these awesome people. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. Right now, God, I just thank you for the difference. The mark makers in this room are about to make marks in their community, in their job. We make marks in our community. We, we make difference in our community by being praisers, praising people, praising you, God, praising people, and also praising ourselves every once in a while. God, I love you. Thank you. Thank you for your blessings. Keep us and help us to be commissioned by you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. amen. It's your job not to just sit out there and talk this evening before you leave. Go praise somebody. Tell them they're awesome. Tell them they're incredible. Tell them they're looking good in their red shirt.